From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Monday, May 31st. I'm Marco Werman. Israel strikes at ships carrying pro-Palestinian activists. Organizers say the Israelis opened fire unprovoked, but Israel defends the move. The organizers are well known for their ties to global jihad, Al-Qaeda, and Hamas. The organizers' intent was violent, their method was violent, and the results were unfortunately violent. Also, a man honors America's war dead by giving their ashes a proper burial. Now this news. BBC News with Victoria Meakin. The United Nations Security Council is holding an emergency session to discuss an Israeli military operation against ships carrying pro-Palestinian activists trying to break the blockade of the Gaza Strip. The BBC UN correspondent says a draft resolution condemns the Israeli action and calls for an international investigation. At least nine activists were killed when Israeli commandos stormed the ships in international waters. The Turkish Prime Minister Recep Tayyip Erdogan accused Israel of state terrorism and called for an emergency meeting of NATO ambassadors. During the UN Security Council session, Turkey's Foreign Minister Ahmed Davutoglu issued this condemnation of Israel's actions. Israeli actions constitute a grave breach of international law. In simplest terms, this is tantamount to banditry and piracy. It is murder conducted by a state. It has no excuses, no justification whatsoever. A nation-state that follows this path has lost its legitimacy as a respectful member of the international community. Israel says its soldiers acted in self-defense, even though campaigners insist the convoy was only carrying aid. The Israeli Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, has said he regrets any loss of life, but he gave full backing to the action of the troops. Here's John Donison. This operation for the Israelis, which has one of the world's most sophisticated and well-funded militaries, did not go to plan. Many protesters dead, many more injured, including Israeli officers. Who fired first when Israeli commandos boarded the ships is not yet clear. But the protesters came off worse. Some of the ships have now been towed to the nearby Israeli port of Ashdod, where Israel says those on board will be deported. The German president, Horst Kueller, has resigned following criticism of comments he made about the use of German troops abroad. He'd said that Germany's military operations overseas might be necessary to uphold its trade interests. The German chancellor, Angela Merkel, said the resignation was unexpected, as Wanna Lengescu now reports. Chancellor Merkel said she was surprised when Mr. Kueller phoned her just two hours before stepping down. She tried and failed to make him change his mind. So she paid tribute to a popular president who she said had won over people's hearts. A former IMF boss, Mr. Kohler was a political outsider. He insisted his remarks were misunderstood. But reopening the debate about Germany's deeply unpopular mission in Afghanistan proved an embarrassment to the centre-right coalition, just as its popularity slumped to a four-year low in the polls. A court in Pakistan has ordered the authorities to remove a ban on the social networking website Facebook. The site was blocked after it featured a competition to depict the Prophet Muhammad and other religious figures. World news from the BBC. 
Two Christian aid agencies working in Afghanistan have been suspended by the government amid allegations that they tried to convert Muslims to Christianity. An Afghan television report accused Norwegian Church Aid and Church World Service of proselytizing. Concerns about their activities have been raised in Parliament and a government official says both organisations are now being investigated. The United Nations nuclear agency, the IAEA, says Iran has produced nearly double the amount of enriched uranium that the West wants to see removed from the country. In a confidential